Being or becoming an entrepreneur is about more than just one good idea, though. It's about finding an opening to make a difference in the world. It's about how your one idea or one unique talent can create even the slightest change. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so thrilled to have you here with me today, and as per usual, I'm very pumped about today's episode. I've been doing these entrepreneurship podcasts for a little while now, and they're really fun for me because... It really lets me show, you know, more of my like analytical expertise when it comes to running a business and things like that. And I've gotten a really good amount of feedback from you guys. These episodes have been really popular so far. So I'm definitely going to keep pushing them out. Like I said, if you didn't know, I launched sort of like an entrepreneurship leg of the content creation side of things for me, just because I felt like, you know, as I was niching down and doing the rebrand, since I was really focusing on like my ideal client being women entrepreneurs, I figure, you know, might as well be pushing out this content because believe me when I say, even though if you guys didn't know, I did have a business coach, Lauren, and you can go back. She was on the podcast a long time ago. She's fabulous. Um, and even having her, you know, she was like my savior guiding me through creating like the business side of things and figuring out not just like actual business relations, but what I wanted my business to be. And I know that doing that journey on your own can be really, really intimidating, which is why I push out this content. I know that so many people that show up to this podcast are entrepreneurs or want to become entrepreneurs or have this idea that they really want to push out. And that's actually what today's podcast is about, which is finding your purpose as an entrepreneur. Now, I think that that unless you like wake up with this sort of revelation one day or know exactly what it is, like your unique talent is, becoming an entrepreneur can be really intimidating because you have lots of ideas usually and you're not sure which direction to go in or you have one big idea that maybe needs like a lot more clarity or specification when it comes to becoming an entrepreneur, right? Like so many of the entrepreneurs that I follow that are really successful are successful because they have one very unique idea or one very unique concept or product that does well and performs well because it's not something you can find somewhere else, right? It has to be really unique. Being or becoming an entrepreneur is about more than just one good idea though. It's about finding an opening to make a difference in the world. It's about how your one idea or one unique talent can create even the slightest change. And that statement, as deep and profound as it sounds, doesn't actually necessarily need to mean that. It doesn't need to mean that you're, you know, providing some sort of like life changing or altering health thing or something to the world. It's just something that creates change. It's something that adds value to someone's life, whether it's significant like soul value or just like exciting value. 
an entrepreneur that I follow who I adore has a very, very successful jewelry brand. And, you know, jewelry doesn't change our lives, but it enhances it and it makes it better and it makes us feel good and it's beautiful and it's something we love. You know, me in particular, jewelry is like something I will always be willing to invest in. Um, and the person I'm talking about is Cass Domenko. Her jewelry brand is RM Collective. And, she, you know, she launched it after building a very successful following already. So the, the brand was expected to be very successful but time and time again her and her husband who run the brand like have you know outlaunched themselves and just done so well so I want to be very clear leading into this podcast when I say finding your purpose as an entrepreneur this it doesn't have to be this life-changing soul-altering thing that you're providing if that's what you want to provide that's amazing you know for me as a coach and as a branding expert what I provide feels like something of very big substance, right? But, you know, like I said, I'm not I'm not like curing cancer here. I'm I'm doing something that feels good and it feels really good to me. That's what's super important. First and foremost, whatever you're trying to break into as an entrepreneur, I don't believe you can be successful if it's one, something you don't believe in, and two, something you wouldn't purchase yourself. It needs to be something that feels passionate, that feels inspiring. And again, whether that's a product, a service, whether you're starting a donut brand or, you know, like breaking into what could potentially be the best life coaching business ever, either or, it has to be something you're passionate about. My best friend Megan has been toying with the idea of starting a baking business for such a long time now. And I'm finally like helping her move in that direction. And so much of it has been the blocks. So much of it behind it has been the fear of like the analytical and like technical part of starting a business, right? And especially when it comes to selling a product that you can consume, there's so much more that goes into that, right? You have to get licenses and all of this like mishmash that has to go into legally starting a business, which again, like I said, is so, so intimidating. But then there's also, of course, the fear of success, which is usually a block we all face, right? It's a fear of failure. It's a fear of success. How is it going to do? How long is it going to take for me to make an income off of this? How much do I have to invest up front? Like so much of it can be so overwhelming, but that's not really the stuff I want to talk to you guys about today. I want to talk to you in particular about how to discover your purpose, how to find your niche as an entrepreneur, how to find and clarify that one good idea or that one unique talent. Now, you know, serial entrepreneurs, they do exist. And there are people that can be very successful as a serial entrepreneur. But that's definitely not where you want to start your entrepreneurship journey. If you have several good ideas, that's fantastic. But you've got to focus on one and run with it for a while, like a long time. And once that's completely successful, to the point where you can literally completely take your hands out of the situation, you've got employees running it, you've got systems processing behind the scenes, like you're good to go. That's when you can step away and start another venture, right? You don't want to start like three things at once. So that's my first, you know, really big piece of advice is if you're looking to break into the entrepreneurship world, you need to have one very clear, very singular idea or concept or product that you're going to work with. Or if you're working with products, you know, it's one singular product line. Like you're not selling baked goods and then also selling planners. You need to have one singular thing that works for you, that you're passionate about and that you feel inspired about and you have to run with it. So at the beginning of this entrepreneurship journey, 
the question can be, how do I find that purpose, right? Sometimes we have rose-colored glasses on to ourselves and our talents. And, you know, in the blog that I write for this week, I say at the very beginning that someone in my life currently who is, you know, I have sort of a business relationship with recently said to me, not every good idea or not every talent can be a business. And I kind of processed that for a while because it was while I was niching down and this was someone who was really encouraging me to just move into the branding side of things. She was like, you need to drop your coaching business. I think it's too much. I think people don't know what you do. And at first I agreed with her, but then I realized just how sad that was making me. I didn't want to not be a coach. I did not want to create content that felt inspiring and felt empowering and was really cathartic for me. The blog and podcast are really where LaRue all started. And it started with this notion of intentionality and healing, right? Like really this this entire business is based and born from a moment of healing that will be a part of the rest of my life. And when I thought about just being a graphic designer, just being a web designer, it didn't feel like enough for me. It didn't feel fulfilling. And as I sit here and say to you guys, you know, being an entrepreneur, you have to do something that has all of this passion and all this inspiration. I knew that. And I knew that if I had not done the coaching and not done the spiritual and manifesting and intentional side of things, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel fulfilled. I, this business wouldn't feel fulfilling. Now, despite the fact that the branding side of things and the creative studio side of things are doing so incredibly well, I still get to incorporate this aspect of intentionality. I still get to incorporate this aspect of empowering female entrepreneurs with not just, you know, the branding side of things, but the mindset side of things. And the content has been doing so well. I, the blog has, I don't know if you guys know a lot about Pinterest, but I have pins that are doing incredibly well and sending thousands of people to the website a month. So that's been amazing. Like I'm I'm getting to help people and inspire people through things that I've done months ago, which is also a really good part of entrepreneurship. You know, you you create things that are essentially timeless, evergreen content that can be turned over time and time again and will forever be an application. So for me, that's all of my intentional content, right? Intentional living will always be relevant. It's just sometimes the conversation around it will change and develop, which is why I create new content. But anyways, when this person said that to me, I, you know, at first I really agreed with them, but then as I thought it through, I felt really sad at the idea of letting go the parts of my business that felt really soul fulfilling, like really inspirational. So that's when I decided it was really time to niche down and clarify and incorporate. So deciding really the question was I had to decide how I could incorporate both into one very unique business idea, right? Which is what I did. So I am a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs. And I offer pretty much three very unique services that serve one encompassing idea. So like I said earlier, if you want to sell a product, you can't sell really a donut and a planner in one in one shop, right? <laughs> That's that'd be interesting. But if you have a idea like 
something really unique, like perhaps I want to serve junior and senior college students and help them discover their purpose after college, you know, how to like apply their degree to a unique purpose, something like that. That's really unique. That's a very unique and distinguished niche, right? As a, whether it's like a coach or a consultant or some sort of lifestyle directive after someone graduates, that's a really unique niche, right? So if you have an idea, a concept or a product, you can expand in that as much as you'd like, but it all needs to sit under one encompassing umbrella. So for me, you know, I have the lifestyle, business, and branding. Those are my three like topics to discover at LaRue, but they all sit under one umbrella of serving women entrepreneurs and helping them be intentional with their lives and their businesses, right? So that's what I mean about being very specific about your entrepreneurship journey. Now, what this podcast is really about is about figuring out how you can figure that out, figuring out what your unique purpose, what your unique directive is, what your unique service or product is, and how you can leverage that into a successful entrepreneurship journey. Now, I felt really inspired to record this podcast once again by Jess. Her and I have had this conversation so many times over the last couple months about just really how grateful I was that she pushed me to start the creative studio. Because like, you know, I've I've told you guys this story time and time again. I felt like it would be too much and it wouldn't be specific enough to someone random coming to LaRue and being like, okay, well, I see she does this and this and this. So what the hell does she actually do? Because she's offering a laundry list of services that don't really connect. And that's why, again, like I said, I niched down and created that connection. I curated a unique connection between the lifestyle business and branding. But I, at the beginning, was really scared about launching it, which you guys know. And Jess and I had this conversation several times over the last couple months as the creative studio has gotten so successful about how she was able to see this unique talent in me that I wasn't really ready to run with, right, until I got that push. And I think that there are lots of people in our lives that can see those talents that we can't see. Like I said, I think we have these rose-colored glasses on to our unique talents because when you're truly talented at something sometimes pursuing that talent or whatever it is can feel scary because you know you're so good at it but you don't know if you can be successful at it and something I really want to stress to you guys is if in the last several years if social media hasn't proven to us that we can truly become successful off of anything then I don't know what to tell you because I think There are people that make millions of dollars off of very random, weird talents. Like you can leverage anything into a business, right? We see, you know, the examples I used in the blog were like dog parents who or pet parents whose pets have gone viral on social media. And now they're literally like pet influencer parents and their entire income is off their dog or their cat or something, right? Like you can literally leverage anything into a business. So the first piece of advice I really want to say about finding your own unique purpose is if you have an idea and you already know what you think you want to do as an entrepreneur, please don't ever talk yourself down from it. Don't ever tell yourself, no, that's unrealistic. Or even more specifically, don't let other people tell you it's unrealistic. Don't uh, don't let other people dumb down your idea or tell you, mm, that sounds like it'd be really hard to make money off of. Like, 
you can literally become an entrepreneur off of anything. I mean, literally anything. If you have a passion with pets, you start like a dog grooming business or a dog walking business or, you know, something like become a pet influencer parent, whatever it is. If you have a passion for something or some concept, you can make it into a business. So the first thing I have to say is if you have an inkling, if you have that intuitive hit about what it could be for you, but you've talked yourself down from it or you've let other people talk you down from it, the first thing I have to say is knock it off. Stop doing that. Stop talking yourself out of it. Do some research. Figure out a more unique value that you're offering. Figure out how you would leverage this idea into a business and start doing research. Start making a business plan. Start writing shit down. Figure it out because it's, I mean, you can do anything. You can do anything. That's what I have to say. But if you are in a position where you want basically like the kind of the reference I'm thinking of is the chicken and the egg. So like if you think the egg comes first, maybe you're the chicken and you have this idea that you want to be an entrepreneur, but you're not sure what your egg is. Right. Or, you know, like I said, the other variation, which we just talked about would be you're the egg. So you have this idea, but you don't know how to make it into a chicken. So you don't know how to make an entrepreneurship journey. This is turning into a weird concept. Okay. Anyways, moving on. So let's say you want to be an entrepreneur, but you're not quite sure what this idea is. The first thing you need to do is that this exercise is so basic. It honestly could be done, you know, in like a fifth grade classroom to the sense that I mean, when we're kids, it's so easy for us to dream, right? So many kids say, I want to be the next president of the United States. I want to be a princess. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be something. I want to be a police officer, whatever. It's so easy for us to dream when we're kids because we haven't experienced so much of the world, right? We haven't been tainted by what we know true life experience is, you know, death, etc. So I want to encourage you to practice an exercise that will take you back into that mindset where you block out all the bullshit, you block out all your experience, you block out all the negative voices, and you just take a moment to dream, right? Sit down with a pen and paper, sit down with your journal, or even no pen and paper and just meditate on it. Let yourself dream. Watch a good movie and then do this, right? Watch like a kid's movie where she, where someone becomes a princess. <laughs> I want you to sit down and think about if money wasn't involved, if time wasn't involved, if resources weren't involved, what what would you be doing with your life? And if, you're, if your instinct is to say something like travel or something like that, something of that genre, then travel is obviously like your niche. So you need to figure out, okay, next, how, how could I make traveling internationally and around the world my career? Now, when I say that, people, a lot of people will automatically go to, again, like I said, that's so unrealistic though. Like that, I just can't do that right now. That's where I say the entrepreneurship journey starts small. I'm not saying tomorrow you're going to book, you know, eight flights that'll take you around the world over the next year and just like spend millions of dollars. Because yes, that part might be unrealistic. But if that's your end goal, if that's where you want to be in a couple years, how can you start now? How can you start incorporating travel as an entrepreneurship or just a side hustle, right? So maybe you start a travel blog or you start working for a, um, what are those people called? The people who help plan your trips. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Like a travel guide? What am I saying? 
I don't even know. You know what I'm talking about. So, anyways, <clears throat> I just had like a total <laughs> brain. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, moving on. So, how do you incorporate whatever your answer to that question is into your life right now? How do you start small with it? So, if you're meditating and you say, "Oh, I want to travel everywhere," or I want to play video games for a living or like that was that was one of my brother's dreams like when he was a kid he said I want to grow up and I want to play video games for a living and lo and behold like that is one a very good niche to get into because it pays so well and two like come on you're a guy who wouldn't want to play video games all day that sounds great and my brother was like so into that kind of stuff so anyways as you practice this exercise, the first thing you need to do is what I would encourage you to do is do some tapping around this idea of thinking of something and then automatically saying it's not realistic, right? So tapping into basically opening your mind up into this idea that anything is possible. And right now, when you're dreaming and when you're thinking and when you're theorizing, you don't need to answer the questions of, okay, but how am I going to pay for it? How am I going to get the resources? How am I going to start this? those questions come later. There's no need to worry about that right now. Because if that's where your brain automatically goes, you're you're, you're automatically going to overwhelm yourself with all of this technical jargon and BS. And you're going to talk yourself out of this like journey in moments, right? Which is where Megan was and just consistently thinking, okay, but how am I going to do this? Like the process of actually starting a legitimate business where you have to get all these licenses is so overwhelming and when I was trying to help her with it I was like damn I need to do my own research because I don't even know how to like start all this so when you're starting this exercise I encourage you to a start tapping before you even do it around like this limiting calling of realism just put whatever's realistic in a box and put it in the corner two is don't let the overwhelm of the technical stuff of starting a business immediately become to your head and just think, okay, how the hell do I even actually start this? Just start with the dream. Start with the idea. That's what this podcast is about. Finding your purpose as an entrepreneur. Finding what will fulfill your soul. Finding what will feel inspirational and passionate to you. So if you are a pen and paper type of person, sit down with a pen and paper and just start writing ideas of what would feel good uh, of the ways you could spend the rest of your life. Are you someone who wants to get into, like I said, baking or becoming a chef? Or do you love kids and want to start some sort of like nonprofit or serving kids or become a therapist or whatever? Or do you love or do you have like this really cool product idea that you want to sell? How do you how do you see this product coming to life, right? So these are the questions that you need to ask yourself. Don't put any restraints on this dream yet. So much of what we do as adults is because we've experienced life already and and we, we know what the world can offer, both very good and very bad. We see an idea or we have an idea or we have a thought and we immediately put all of these restraints on it. We immediately handcuff it to reality and think, okay, yeah, this sounds great, but I have to do this to get there or I have to achieve this to get there or whatever it may be, right? Like I said, if you have a product idea, usually someone with a unique product idea, their first thought is, okay, well, how would I manufacture this? How would I 
create this? How would I have someone create this? How much would that cost? Like, and while those are very realistic thoughts you have to have, right? And eventually thoughts you will have to have down the line if you do want to go into this, immediately going to that thought is a restraint because you're putting yourself in a box that feels smaller and smaller each time you have a thought of, okay, I have to start this business. I have to start the LLC. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And each time you're thinking of that, this idea this of passion becomes just smaller and smaller, right? This idea of this feels so exciting goes to the back end because ahead of that, you think you have to do all of this stuff that doesn't sound fun and sounds scary and intimidating, right? So when you're finding your purpose as an entrepreneur, the encouragement I give to you before you even think about any of that is to just get a solid idea. Just get one solid idea, solid concept, solid product under your belt. Think about the fun things first. How would you brand it? What's like, what, what does it offer to people that's unique? Why could you market it so well, right? Whatever it is. Think about the fun things per- first. Like for me, that's obviously branding. So like, what would your brand look like? What does it offer? What's its slogan? Like, you know what I mean? Think of the fun things first. And then when you've got a big idea, one that's bursting with excitement, a bubble of idea that's got so much heart and soul and love into it, that on its own will feel so inspiring to then start the actual business stuff, the logistical stuff of starting a business. Starting a legal business like an LLC, then you need to, if you're selling a product, look into manufacturing, you need to look into licensing if so, things like that. That stuff feels exciting once you've got the inspiration already under your belt. Like I said to you guys over the last several months, I've been, you know, getting my ducks in a row legally with as running a business and now taking in like substantial income. I've gotten a bookkeeper and an accountant and my accountant has asked me to get her my financials for this year by January 1st. And I have been putting off looking at the books of my finances for months, like four months. I'm usually very good at tracking my budget and tracking my income and et cetera. But it felt really intimidating to actually look at the numbers. It felt scary, right? And so for me now, getting my ducks in a row logistically and hiring an accountant and doing all of this, I feel excited about finally like looking and crunching these numbers because it's a way of me acknowledging what, actual success I've made like in a success in a standpoint of looking at literal numbers and like seeing the seeing the success in a number format so when you get the inspirational stuff done first when you do the exciting things first it makes the more technical stuff easier and more exciting in the long run because I don't know about you but starting a business like the logistical stuff of it for me has been exciting because it shows me one how responsible I'm being like for me it felt it felt real it was me acknowledging like okay this is like this is it I'm an entrepreneur I run a business like I don't have a boss this is me acknowledging both the success I've made and the success I want to and will have right so finding your purpose and doing all of this really needs to be about a couple things. It needs to be about what feels inspiring to you and what you think will still feel inspiring to you 
one year down the line, three years down the line, five, 10, 15 years down the line? Will this feel inspiring to you forever? Because if it doesn't, if it's, if you think it's something that might die off in a couple years, I encourage you to then revisit that idea. See where you can make it bigger or even smaller that will let you feel inspired for all the years to come. Because I don't think people want to become an entrepreneur and then go back into having a boss or working in corporate. You know, you you want to stay like this forever, right? I certainly don't ever want to go from this independence to working for someone. So make sure your idea is timeless for both you and whoever you think your ideal client would be. And I think the other really big thing needs to be that not only obviously do you believe in this idea, but you're not going to let someone talk you down out of it. We can all be entrepreneurs. Anyone, everyone can be an entrepreneur. We can all have a unique idea, unique talent, or unique product that we can leverage into a business. That's not the issue. The issue is letting other people tell you it's unrealistic out of their own fear of facing someone facing something like entrepreneurship. People tell you things can't happen or won't happen for you out of their own fears. People tell you about your relationships being toxic or friendships not working or jobs being bad because their own jobs, relationships, and friendships are like that. People tell you things won't work or you can't do it because they think they can't achieve it. And that's their own problem. So if you have an idea and you go to a friend or you go to a parent or you go to someone important in your life and say, hey, I think this could be a really cool business. And their response is to tell you, "Mm, I don't know, I think you should just stick with what you're doing. Please don't let that affect your journey. Please don't let them affect who you want to be and how you want to show up and what you want to serve. Because if you do, not only will you resent that person down the line and not like them anymore, But you will resent the fact that you never took a chance on yourself. And while lots of entrepreneurship ventures fail, we can always find success in failure. And if you keep showing up and you keep trying, eventually you'll get there. And, you know, while I have reached, you know, what some would call like generic success, I have failed many times in this journey and I will continue to fail and that's okay because it's a part of the journey but never once have I let that failure or a mean voice impede my success or me making progress so I really hope this hits I hope these entrepreneurship podcasts continue to hit I really appreciate all the feedback you guys send back letting me know that you really enjoy these I think that this is definitely another arm of the brand that is just very important because That's who I'm here to serve as entrepreneurs. So you guys know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And if you celebrate, I hope you have a happy turkey day. And I love you all so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.